Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome, everyone, to the SI Media Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Train. A bonus episode this week. We already put out our regular weekly pod with John O'Ran of Sports Business Journal to talk about media news, including WWE Network um, going to Peacock and some NFL stuff. So if you haven't listened to that, you can check that out. Bonus episode here because I spoke to, I got the chance to speak to Roman Reigns, WWE superstar, who uh, will be main eventing Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, and... Um, Always good to talk to him and, and give you WWE fans a little taste of uh, Roman Reigns, who's been on a couple of times. So uh, if you missed the John O'Ran pod, check that out. If you're not into sports media and you're here just for Roman and you're a WWE fan, we have recent interviews with The Undertaker and Paul Heyman in the archives. So check those out. All right, let's get to it right here. SI Media Podcast, WWE superstar, Roman Reigns. All right, joining me now. Biggest star in the WWE, got SmackDown Friday nights on Fox, Royal Rumble this Sunday, WrestleMania coming up, and he's nice enough to come back on the SI Media podcast, even though I once said he was 10 years older than he was, Roman Reigns. Roman, how are you? The wise one. Yes, I am. <clears throat> and, and just in WWE, come on now. Well, come on, all of, all of sports entertainment. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get it right. Let, let's start this thing off correct. Paul Heyman is definitely an influence on you because I had Paul on this podcast in November and it was like, you know, an hour of him selling Roman Reigns as hard as he could possibly do it as only he can do it. It was it was pretty good, I must say. Easy sell job. Easy, Easy sell job. Uh, there's so much to talk about with you with the Rumble coming up and Mania. Um, 
but I got to ask them that has nothing to do with wrestling. Cause I think it's just beyond fascinating. I, I would love to know how many people are like you, where you have two sets of twins. That's gotta be pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Um, so at first I think we thought we were like, you know, just an anomaly. Like this, this, there's no way this happens other than like, you know, the reality shows you see, but apparently this is, uh, it's, it's happened quite a few times as we looked it up, but, um, but yeah, man, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a big table that I sit at the head of. Yeah. It's man, it's a wild, it, sometimes we feel like the, uh, the animals run the zoo. It is a loud house for sure. Yeah. Cause you have five, you have the two sets of twins. I know you have another child, so you have five total. So that's, uh, it's gotta be a handful, but the, the, when I heard that you had another set of twins, I was like, "How? I've never heard, I, you know, like you said, reality shows, but reality shows aren't even real anymore. But it's like, I, I was like, do I know anyone in my life who've ever, who have I've ever, you know, encountered? And I was like, I can't think of it. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting when they get I'm older. Good, too. I'm the be, guy. I'm, I'm the guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting when they get older, if it's going to be like the two twins against each other, or if they'll pair off and they'll have like a sort of a mixed tag. Like it's, it's going to yeah, be a little crisscross. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny. Cause, um, so, you know, I have my, my 13 year old daughter and she's my only female. Um, and then, um, my, my older boys are four years old and then the babies, they're boys as well. Um, they're, they're 10 months. So, um, and they're now moving and crawling around. Um, and one of them just continually makes it to back to the playroom, like to the little, to the boys corridor back there. And he's just in there. And it, man, every single time that we, we check the cameras and look at him, I'm so concerned yeah. that the big boys are just going to, you know, trample them and just like stampede them. Um, but he loves it. So I, I know one of them for sure, uh, is going to be, uh, mixing up with the big guys. You could be the head of the table, WWE champion, biggest star in sports entertainment, but the 10 month old is going to run the show. It's just the way it is. He's going to try. And then, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, for SmackDown, I, I'm running the show, but at home, my, my, my wife is the true head of the table. She, yeah. uh, she's the, she's the real boss. Yeah. Oh, congrats on that. That's very cool. Um, Thank you know, I was doing a little research here and it seems like there's a big hullabaloo going on right now. Because The Undertaker, I guess, went on the Joe Rogan podcast and I guess Goldberg somewhere else. They've come out to say that today's WWE superstars are soft. So I wanted to give you a chance to respond to that claim. We do the same job. We, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like the bumps got any any uh, worse or any, any, any uh, better. Um, and, uh, you know, and it's funny because, uh, like, uh, you hear the old timers, they'll be like, and, you know, and I, I don't consider Undertaker and Goldberg old timers, you know, that my father, their generation, you know, the golden era, the seventies, you know, um, that, that's a, that's a different generation I would think. And, but you always hear them like uh, a drop kick was a finish back in my time. So that means you didn't quite, you know, drop kick. That's like the second move you see in a wrestling match nowadays. So, um, we're doing a lot more and, you know, sometimes I think we're a lot more physical, um, and, and because the audience has seen so much more, we have to do a little more in order to pique their interest in order to show them a little something different. So, you know, what we call a false finish, you know, a finisher that people, uh, you know, a pin that people believe are going to, will be the final, you know, move of the match. We go through those, like it's, you know, um, 
Steamboat Savage. Like that, you'll see that on a SmackDown. You'll see, you know, 15 false finishes on a SmackDown. So it's strange because, like, um, I don't know. I, I think he was just. I really feel like he misspoke um, because Mark is a really good guy. He's very knowledgeable. He, he obviously has a ton of respect for the business. Um, Goldberg is just Goldberg. Who cares? Um, I'm glad you but, said it. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's got to. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he's talking about guns and knives in a locker room. Like, come on, Mike. I mean, you you guys traveled just like we did. Did you really get that stuff through the uh, security? You know, TSA is just letting everything happen back then. Um, and yeah, you know, I don't agree with it. I'm not, a, you know, I, I choose to play video games sometimes on my own time. I don't do it at work. My, you know, and as you can see, and, and some of my characters based around it, uh, I've always been one that networked and politicked and, and tried to, you know, um, communicate and, and work while I'm at work. Some guys choose to stay in the locker room and for guys like the new day who are just uberly talented who who just have it and when it comes time to put it on screen they just bang they go they can get away with that but some i i hope the younger guys that are in the locker room you know don't fall into that because we're not all the same i have to put my whole mind into work as i come to work on a friday um all the way you know sometimes my wife has to shut it off like stop like just be at home be present because i can't turn it off sometimes yeah. and, and i think to be at the highest level of anything, you have to be borderline obsessive. So I think, you know, the, you know, yeah, I don't always think there's room for video games in the locker room, but you know, at a, you know, when we're running our regular touring system and, and it's, it's a live event and there's nowhere to go, you done got kicked out of the hotel because checkout couldn't, you couldn't get the late checkout. You already hit the gym. You already picked up your food and you're sitting, you know, in the locker room. I'd rather my guys, you know, play video games than, be breaking into a bag of some sort you know what i'm saying yeah. so um yeah it's a different time and i think we're smarter and i think you're going to see that all you know from you know the financial side of it how we how we save our money how how we prepare for the future um you know having afterlife after the business when we can't fall down anymore all the way to our our actual health so um i think it was just like you know like like a retired guy trying to sound gangster being a retired guy you know what i mean like what, what's weird to me about it as someone who's just on the outside and hears these stories pop up every now and then it seems like the i know you said you don't want to call them old timers but i'll i'll use that just for the lack of a better phrase like they always seem to have an issue with the video games like okay let it this is you know video games are now played because everything is handheld and remote you know in the old the old days you couldn't just travel with a video game the way you can now and everything's even on your phone or whatever you know i mean but it, it does seem like it's always centered around video games which is bizarre to me because i think there are worse things they, people could be doing absolutely and they just didn't have them back then right. i mean you know what i mean i, I i'm old enough now and, and especially by your standards <laughs> i'm definitely old enough um I've lived to where like you had to play video games right next to the guy, you know, in the same room. Yeah. Now you can link up and you can play against, you know, millions of people. It's, it's a different landscape. It's a different, you know, technology. But to me, what also was funny about the statement is like tough guys, right? Tough guys that carry knives and guns. Are you really a tough guy? If you, like, you know what I mean? Like right. maybe, maybe I'm more old school than the old school, but from, from the way I was taught in my family and, and, you know, I don't know what they did on the road. I wasn't in, on the road, but I know my family members. We didn't carry handguns. This is all we're taught to use right here. That's old school to me. Right. So I don't know. 
you know. Um, we, we've got the Rumble coming up this Sunday. I don't want to just totally skip and go to WrestleMania, but... Um, well, for uh, me, you can. We already know it's about to happen. Yeah, well, you and Kevin Owens, um, this Sunday, Royal Rumble, WWE Network, 7 p.m. Are you, are you sick already, though? I mean, we've still got, um, I guess, uh, let's see, two more months till Mania, and there's all this speculation about you and The Rock. Um, are you sick of the speculation about it and tired of talking about it or does the fact that so many people are talking about it and want it to happen make you want this to happen even more i think a little bit of both um you know because yeah i mean he's he's the biggest movie star on the planet you know what i mean and and he's the most beloved social media uh personality out there um you know I think from opinion and through the facts. Um, so anytime you're, you're paired up uh, and there's interest in, and you having a matchup against someone like that, I mean, that, that's, that's awesome grounds to find yourself in. Um, but at the same time, I think the fans can get so worked up about something. And if you don't necessarily give them that right away, they tend to take a big crap on whatever you're doing, but you know, it's, it's one of those things like, um, that that's something you know i don't control i i like to think that i control a lot of things uh, that i'm doing these days um but Dwayne is you know he, he's his own he's his own man he's his own boss if when he wants to step in the ring and i think it's going to have to be in front of a massive crowd when we're not in the middle of a pandemic and it's not you know a controlled uh environment um good point yeah then he's gonna pull the trigger you know so yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's definitely a positive to, to have fans buzzing over that match. Do you, how often, if at all, do you shoot them a text about like the people want this, we got to make this happen. There's a lot of buildup, you know, when are we going to do this or do you not engage him in that? Oh, that's our business, man. Uh, you know, I, I share a lot of things with you guys. All right. But, uh, that's, the, that's the, the conversations that me and DJ have, that's between us. Um, all right. Well, I just, but, uh, you know, WrestleMania, that's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, he's, and I think, um, you know, any, any, any performer who, um, you know, actually cares, they're going to take in, in what the audience wants. And I think that's something that he stands on. That's like the foundation of his success is that he cares about what the audience wants. And he tries to deliver that. Um, that's something, you know, that I've learned over the years is it's about the audience. That's why we're here. That's yeah. what our job is, is to uh, give them something special um, and try and try to answer those questions and those wants that they have. Yeah, you made a really good point that I didn't even think of about, you know, you have him coming in. You want to do it maybe in a year when hopefully we're all back to somewhat normalcy and you get people going crazy in the building. Then, you know, I know they said uh, Triple H actually told my colleague, as I just Brasso. Um, you know, they're going to do f some fans in some way at, at WrestleMania. Obviously, we know about your, you know, you've had um, health issues. You, you're fine with that. It doesn't give you any sort of nerves. You're good to go with a limited amount of fans at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, you know, as just like the fans, we, we have to protect ourselves as well as performers. Um, and, and, you know, that's something I take very seriously, you know, from my own health and, and my family's health. My, my, as we talked about, I have a lot of young children. Um, so it's something that has to be, um, definitely, you know, looked into and, you know, perfected, I guess, you know, for a situation like WrestleMania and, and there's no question, you know, I, I know WWE, um, you know, especially ever since I've come back, um, from my experiences, 
everything has been top notch. Um, I've been, you know, extremely protected. Um, and that's what it's all about is keeping everyone's health uh, and their safety uh, as the priority. So, you know, and, and Mania is big. It's going to be in a giant stadium, Raymond, uh, Raymond James Stadium. Yep. There's going to be a lot more space, um, you know, and with a limited uh, audience, that's going to create even more space. So, you know, we're going to have plenty of room, um, plenty of social distance in order to get to, you know, to still make it a, a very grand uh, presentation, but also to, you know, be able to protect ourselves. Like I said before, Mania, we have the Royal Rumble this Sunday where you will face Kevin Owens. Um, two things, if you want to just lump them in, you know, you got, you're facing Kevin Owens. So we got that. And I guess the Rumble this year, I would expect, is going to be a little um, emotional. Maybe something special happens because Pat Patterson created it. And unfortunately, he passed recently. So if um, I'm looking forward just to seeing, you know, how they incorporate Pat, you know, if there's any sort of, way uh wwe you know reminds everyone that he created that very popular format um so tell us about rumble on sunday yeah you know um you know as far as my match uh you know for me it's it's the same the same mindset you know win win because the the universal championship that that's the that's the key to the kingdom that that's what makes me tick that that's what you know, puts me in position to be the the head of the table, you know, and, and, and to, to lock down this top spot of not only my family, but of this WWE family, um, you know, to kind of make me the head of this tribe, you know, of, of sports entertainment. But for me, you know, there's, there's, you know, I'm a very positive person. I don't, I don't think of the negatives. I know Kevin Owens is, he, he's a badass. He, he's, he's a guy who does not take no for an answer. Um, you know, and on screen, I like to call him a cockroach, you know, because he just won't die. And he just seems like you can drop a nuke on him and somehow, some way, you know, he's, you know, scurrying around. But um, it's going to be a tough fight. But at the same time, I, pre I prepare daily, every single day. Like I said, sometimes I can't turn it off. And that's why I'm the very best in the world, um, because I'm so dedicated to it. Because, of, you know, not not only my dedication, but I, some people are just, you know, born to do stuff. I, the, my pedigree. Uh, my background, the grooming, you know, that I've received throughout my entire life. Um, it's all just going to add up to be too much for Kevin Owens. He's going to try, but he's going to fail uh, point blank period. But when it comes to the Royal Rumble, uh, as you said, um, you know, it, it was it was founded by Pat Patterson, who, man, he's done so much, so much for this business, so much for our family. Um, you've heard it. You know, we just talked about him a little bit, you know, uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. They did so much for him, you know, yeah. to start his career, discovering him, um, you know, really, really, you know, backing him and, and um, you know, talking to Vince and all the powers to be that this guy had it. So um, Pat was a very special figure within our within our, um, you know, wrestling world. Um, and hopefully, you know, because I'm not, you know, involved in the Royal Rumble, I'm, you know, in my title match. Uh, I don't have too too much uh, insight on what's going to be happening for that match, but today would be the day to find out. So I will dig into that and I will get back to you later, <laughs> I, I guess. My DMs um, but are But I open. know <laughs> uh, you got it. Um, but I know um, just how much he meant to to Vince and and everyone, you know, that that yeah. makes any type of you know decisions around here. Um, if there's something special that can be done, we'll do it for him. Yeah. We we love Pat, man. We miss him. Oh man, what what a huge loss! But at the same time, he, he's a that he was a happy soul, and I know he's in a happy place. Yeah, 
amazing creation, the Royal Rumble. I know we only got a minute or two, but I just want to get a couple of quick things in here. Um, I have a 15-year-old niece who's a huge WWE fan, huge Roman Reigns fan, and she wanted me to ask you uh, how much you like being a bad guy after being a good guy for so long. And I was going to I was going to bring that up in my uh, own way with my own twist. She wanted it straightforward like that. But, you know, when I had Paul Heyman on this podcast, he said, you know, he you guys wanted to work together for a long time. You knew the heel turn was it was just a matter of the right time. It really has taken off and elevated you, it seems like. Um, and, you're, you know, the star of Smackdown every Friday night on Fox, how much. There's two angles of it here. How much fun has it been for you, but also how much pressure has it been for you? Well, the pressure's always been there, you know, and I think that that's kind of one of the, you know, some of the burden, uh, so to speak, uh, of not only just the positioning that I have within WWE um, and, you know, the roles that I play within, you know, our, our hierarchy, but I think just, um, you know, representing a legacy, representing my family, you know, our bloodline, uh, to have such a rich tradition, uh, uh, you know, being within this, this, uh, family business every single day. Like I said, I, I think I did like, uh, I tweeted something about, uh, Rodney, uh, my cousin Yokozuna every single day, man, we, it's not just what we do in the ring. It's, it's how, it's how we represent ourselves and, and what we do, you know, inside the ring, outside the ring, every single week, you know, I mean, whether, whether it's me just walking down to the ring or, you know, closing a show, I, I, I take, I want everything to be perfect. Um, so I think that pressure is always there for me, no matter what, um, being, but being a bad guy is fun, man. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's just fun to mess with people sometimes. And it's yeah. fun. It's fun to just, uh, not worry about, you know, the, um, you know, the politically correct things to say all the time and, and, and being PC and, and, you know, to, to be able to just, uh, let it, let it go sometimes and say what you want. But, um, yeah. Do you ever, I, I think, do you ever wish you, well, forget, I was going to ask if you ever wish you were part of the attitude era, but, um, because they really had no filter on what they could say, but, you know, I guess you're doing pretty good for yourself now. So why would you want to be part of the attitude era when you're running SmackDown pretty much? Yeah. So, I mean, and to be honest, man, and I'm not like, uh, this is going to make some good headlines, right? But it, it would have been too easy, man. Like it, it would just been like, I, I feel like Cena said it so, like before is it's a challenge to, to be PG. It's a challenge to, to kind of not have to go the cheap route. You know what I mean? Like I, being able to shove everything up everyone's ass, you know what I mean? Like to do all that stuff, you know, to, to just chug beers, like, man, like, is it really that like, I'm, and I'm not taking away from the performance and the physicality of what they did and the stories that they told in the ring. These guys were great performers and great in ring wrestlers. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. Um, but the character, uh, development was easier. you, you know what I mean? Like if I could just start chugging bourbon, you know what I mean? And like, you know, smoking cigars, uh, imagine what my character could be like, you know, yeah. we, we could go even further on the, on this, you know, mob boss tip, but you just have to be, it's more challenging what we do now. Um, and it reaches to, I mean, it, it's the facts. That's, that's why, you know, that's why the business is bigger. That's why we have a, you know, a, a bigger, you know, um, platform now you know what i mean and, and that was all due to the help that's in all the work before us to to get to this point 
But at the same time, if we don't do it how we do it now, it wouldn't right. be that way. So it, it was, a, you know, it was it was a different time. But I, I like where I'm at now. Last thing before I, I let you go, I got to ask since you played football at Georgia Tech, Super Bowl prediction from Roman Reigns. Man, I, you know, um, especially from time to time, I get that comparison of, you know, kind of being in that Tom Brady light, always winning, you know, people getting sick of like, uh, you know, the same person winning championships yeah. and stuff. So, I, man, I would love to see Tom get another one. He, you know, from my lifetime, obviously, and probably of all time, he's the greatest uh, quarterback of all time. So um, I wouldn't mind seeing him get another one, you know, and, and just putting putting that uh, that that you know, that record and, and, you know, putting his legacy over the top to where it's, you know, undeniable. Um, but man, do I like Mahomes? I'm not a fan of the chiefs because they beat my Niners last year, yeah. but man, respect, you know what I mean? I, I, and I, and I like, you know, the new generation getting that shine. I, I like seeing a young guy, um, you know, representing, you know, the new school and, and doing that at such a high level. And he's so entertaining to watch that. I mean, oh, the chiefs are really, they're a really fun football team to watch. So yeah, sure. um, it's hard to go against that. But I mean, if, if I'm going to root for somebody, I'm going to root for Tom and then also Tampa. I, I've lived there for a long time. I'm a Florida boy. Right. Um, so I, I'm always rooting for a, a Florida team. Yeah, pretty. They got WrestleMania and the Super Bowl at the same stadium in the same. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, I, I appreciate you coming on. Let's uh, SmackDown every Friday on Fox. So you're on the show Royal Rumble against Kevin Owens this Sunday, WWE Network. And then, of course, uh, we get the big one mania in a couple of months. So uh, I appreciate the 35 year old Roman Reigns coming on the SI podcast. I will never forget that as long as I live. <laughs> Awesome, man. I appreciate so you. Giving. All right. Thanks, Roman. Take care. Be well. Stay safe. All right. My thanks to Roman Reigns. We recorded that Friday afternoon. He has SmackDown Friday night. So I appreciate him squeezing me in there and giving me some time, especially on a busy weekend. He's got the Royal Rumble. So if you're, like I said at the top here, if you're not a sports media podcast listener and you're just here for Roman, if you want to subscribe, we have WWE people on from time to time. Recently had The Undertaker and Paul Heyman on. So you can check those out in our archives. For regular SI Media Podcast listeners, we already put out a pod this week with John O'Ran from Sports Business Journal, so check that out. And uh, a couple of good ones we have uh, in the archives from recent weeks. Troy Aikman was on the pod recently from Fox Sports. All right, that wraps up this bonus episode of the SI Media Podcast, and we will see you next week. Take care. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.